Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sandspants Radio, Australia's most procedurally generated podcast network. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of All the Small Games. My name is Andrew Levins. My name is Jonathan Valenzuela. And John, we've got a special guest on this special Indie Games podcast today. So special. Um, you may have heard his compatriots. Um, he's, uh, look, we've had the, uh, the C rank and the B rank. Now yeah. it's time to jump straight to the S rank. It's S rank thumb cramps boy himself, Joel Dusha. Hey! Oh uh, yeah, we've got the big uh, the douche man's here. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good to be here. I'd call him OJ the douche man the other night. <laughs> and I, I reckon there'd be like three people in the world that would understand that <laughs> reference. Um, but you, luckily you, you've listened to enough Gucci Mane yeah, mixtapes yeah, yeah. to have that. So, so all three of them are in this room. <laughs> <That's funny laughs> podcast together. That's handy. Is it, is it odd being the only Joel in, on a game podcast? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it feels wrong at the moment, but I think I'll settle in. John is probably close enough to Joel that I'll I'll, I'll adjust right. accordingly. Yeah, You'll so start calling yourself John. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm also John. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so for those that don't know, um, we are on a network called Sans Pants Radio, and Joel is one of the founders. Yes, uh, and also uh, has uh, several shows on the on the network, namely Plumbing the Death Star, and I guess our sister games podcast, yeah. uh, Thumb Cramps. We did a, a crossover episode with um, Joel and Jackson. Other Joel Zamet, yeah, Joel um, Zamet and Jackson Daly Bailey um, on. Uh, <laughs> I always think Carson Daly for yeah, some reason. Yeah. I wish Carson Daly was on the network. <laughs> that would probably get our numbers up. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> um, so now we we, we had to we had to complete. We, we needed. Yeah, we all, they were like, we, oh, cool, all three of us can do it. It's like, no, no, just just do shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta even it out. Like you'd like finish the main game, but you wanted to one hundred percent this. You needed me in as like. Your final, your yeah. DLC. Yeah, I'm DLC. Yeah, you're the most uh, adjacent to us in terms out of the three of you guys that I think you have this most similar in taste. Yeah, games, uh, which is funny because when we get to what I've been playing recently, it's going to seem wildly different. But <laughs> yes, yeah, Joel uh, was like, um, so I've been playing. Celeste and Thumper and I'm like you talked about those on Thumbcramps yeah. already and I was and- like the other indie game I've been playing which I've been playing for Thumbcramps but not to talk about Thumbcramps we're doing like a Twitch stream we can get to this alright you're gonna yeah. get roasted for yeah, it no, yeah I absolutely absolutely um, I, but yeah there's just like a little bit of a taste but um yeah, it's, I've been playing heaps of Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll save that for the end of the episode. Um, John and I have been playing uh, some, uh, some Red Hot games. John's been smashing tons I've been, of games. Yeah, I've been, I've been racking up a ton of titles. Um, 
because I'm uh, I'm off on holidays soon, so I wanted to like push through <laughs> as many things as I possibly could. Uh, is, but... is this a holiday where you're going to try and not play video games? No, I de- there'll definitely be moments where I'll be playing. <laughs> video where, where are you games. going? Europe? Uh, yeah, Europe, Italy, and Scotland. Um, where it's going to be piss cold for most of the time, so. Mm. A lot of indoorsy time, but um, oh, no, Italy will still be nice this time. Yeah, it's yeah. still be all right. So I think but, Scotland um, is always piss cold. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've been to Scotland, right? Yeah, Scotland's kind of built for it to just always be shit weather, though. So like, you'll have a good ready. time regardless. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, great graphics. Uh, yeah, game, gameplay not so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's just above it. Like the funny thing is, the games I've been playing over the last last week. Uh, uh, games that I can't play when I'm while I'm on holidays. Oh yeah, sure. So one on PC and one on my Xbox. What have you been playing? Uh, I've on my Xbox. I've been playing the one I'm going to talk about today is After Party. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and on my PC, I've been playing Disco Elysium, which I heard that described by a lot of people as like maybe the best, certainly the best RPG of the year, and possibly the best game of the year. I'm I I'm desperate to talk about it, but at the same time, I've just scratched the surface of uh, it. Like well, I don't. I don't feel Look, like I've played enough. When didn't, and didn't After Party come out yesterday when we were recording? Uh, two days ago, two days 29th. Ago. How much of it have you played? Um, I've like, based on story, I'm like a good maybe a third of the way in. Okay, sweet. Well, let's, let's start the show with uh, maybe a little bit of Disco Elysium and a little bit of After Party. Sure. Courtesy of one, some, John Valenzuela. Some early thoughts on Disco Elysium. I like the game starts with your character blacked out having a conversation with his amygdala and his limbic system, which is like the amygdala (laughs) is the little reptile part at the base of your brain. And your limbic system is the part that's responsible for like memory and all these other things. Having a conversation. How are they represented? Just it's, it's like text on the side of the screen, black screen with text on the side, but Gilbert Gottfried voice, (laughs) voice, the voice acting is awesome. Like really great voice acting. But having a conversation with them about whether you should wake up. Because, like, both of them are going, like, hey, it's pretty nice here in the void. Nothing bad's happening. But if you wake up, you're going to have a killer hangover. So maybe just hang out here. And you can keep... You can just stay there for ages being like, yeah, that sounds great. I'd love to do that. <laughs> um, but when you wake up, you're, a, you're a, a, a detective, a police detective, who has gotten so drunk that he's forgotten Everything about himself, <laughs> like name, where he is, all of it, um, and you're in a, like a trashed hotel room, and you kind of like walk around picking up pieces of clothing and trying to figure out who you are. And as you kind of move out into the world, because it's an open world RPG, like it's not, it's not kind of like it's not linear. You can mm. go anywhere, you can do anything, that kind of stuff. But you talk to people, and you're like you're trying to be like, so who am I? What, what am I doing here again? Where am I? And the great thing is that the characters react like, they're kind of like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why do you not know who you... <laughs> like, from what I've played so far, the thing I'd champion the most is the writing is so fucking good. It's like, I want to look up who who wrote on this game because it's just hilarious. And in any given situation, you have like... It's almost like a combination between an open, like an open world RPG and a point and click adventure. Yep. Because it's very much based on, on dialogue and conversation. And you inevitably have like four to five options at any given moment where you can of what you can say, and they delete different consequences and story. Or? To a certain like it, it, it can like the RPG element is all about sort of it's very brain based, so it's less about like physical strength and more about like you chose that choice, you gained some empathy, or you like you've oh, got cool. more intelligence. That so, kind so are of thing. you battling at any point? It doesn't. I've not reached any combat so far. It's more like all your roles are about like. 
you know, like your perceptiveness. So you might have to roll to see if you notice a certain thing in, envi- in an environment or you'll roll to see if you can like intimidate someone or empathize with them or like... I just, the last thing I did was have a conversation with this like 12 year old street kid who was high (laughs) off his mind and keeps referring to himself in the third person as to like whether you can understand him. And my stats for that was so low that it's like, it's not going to happen. I was like, I'm just not going to bother with that. But it's still like, oh, that's an option. If I, you can, there are like three different builds you can choose. And one of the builds is about strength. So maybe there is a kind of more of a like, it's just a gym. There's something in compact. <laughs> um, you can go to the gym and impress everyone in the gym and yeah. they clap and then the game ends. Just lift things in the environment. <laughs> They're like, that's sweet. Um, I chose like the intelligence build. There's also an empathy build, but you can also make your own build. Yep. Um, I'm not hugely sure of the story so far. I know that I'm investigating a dead body that has been hanging in a tree for a week because I've been getting drunk for a week. <laughs> yeah, this sounds like a really like cleverly written, very modernized version of a very classic, like almost like... Pen and paper RPG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it draws very heavily on pen and paper RPG. It's it is if you play at Levens, the first thing out of your mouth will be, "Oh my god, this is JV." One hundred percent. Yeah, like, right, cool. It's totally like because I know every once in a while I'll send you a message or you send me a message where it's like, "Hey, this game is a you game. Yeah, this sure. is one hundred percent a JV game." Um, it's produced or it's developed and self published by a company called. I'm not sure how to... It's like Z-A slash U-M. So I'm not sure if it's Za-Um or Za-Um or... Um, but it's difficult to find information about them here. I think they're from like Poland. Sick. What Maybe. Does, what does the game actually look like? It's It's got a very cool, almost like painted sort of look to it. Um, that is not at all what I was imagining. That's why yeah, I'll be imagining. It's... I, I think because of the very start of the description it reminded me heaps of Earthbound, like having a in conversation oh, yeah, about sure, the void. Yeah. So I think I was imagining like like eight it's, bit or sixteen or well, sixteen bit. It's graphics. a very classic kind of isometric RPG sort of look. Yeah. Think Diablo, think early early Fallout games one and two. Yep. Um in terms of how you move around the world and control. But yeah, it all has a kind of like very like I said, painted. It looks yeah. it looks sort of, you know, very kind of muted colours and all this stuff. Yeah. It takes place in this city called Revachol, which is um like a conglomeration of different nations around the world own the city. It's like the world building in it is fantastic. Yeah. It's yeah. it's just and it's one of those things where I'm like I played I woke up early on Wednesday morning to play it, then played it Wednesday night and then Thursday, I was like, "Oh God, I've got to play After Party." Like, I, I need to, like, there's so many games I need to get into. But um, I am, I'm so looking forward to probably this weekend if I have a spare moment from packing and taking care of stuff. I think I'm going to backburner After Party and dive further into Disco Elysium. Right, yeah, it cool. is like it's been getting pretty just, just great shit on After Party before you even yeah, start yeah. talking about it. I like oh, it. look, it's my heart is torn here, but like... I'd just like to say John's gone on record saying, fuck After Party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, I hate this record. Um, but yeah, developed by, like I said, developed by Zar slash Um. It's an independent developer based in Estonia. Oh. But I think I read somewhere that they have an office in London after there was some like unrest in Estonia and they were like, we got to get our team out of here. That's scary. Yeah. They hate RPGs there. Yeah. <laughs> Only Metroidvanias in Estonia. <laughs> My kind of country. <laughs> Metroid, Metroidtonias. Um, so yeah, that's Disco Elysium. But John, uh, that was very, very good. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> let's just stop the episode for a second. Great joke. Yeah. Very clever. A thinking man's joke. Um, uh, 
so yeah, it's I'm playing it on Steam. I think it's available on PC as well, on Mac as well. Um, I saw a Kotaku article that's like buy this game before it gets banned in Australia. Yeah, yeah, because so, there's a lot of like alcohol and drug oh, use in it. Yeah, huge amounts of drug use and alcohol stuff. I don't know if it's like. I think the issue is if it's drug use that enhances your abilities, might be the sticking point. Yeah, right? it's and based um, based on the character, I think it's like. Any drug you take will just fuck you up completely. So. Yeah, so it's named drugs and also drugs as incentives. Those are the two things that the Australian rating board is just like, nah, none of that. And you know this because you are a big fan of... Uh, Classifications. <laughs> I, know, I was going to say, uh, the, the recent sequel that we, we were finally able to play yeah. to... Um, uh, Hotline Miami 2. Right. Yeah, which yeah. was banned in Australia for a long time. Uh, there was a small window in which it wasn't, and now it's banned again. <laughs> it was uh, like 12 hours. Yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you get it during that time? I absolutely did. So, so three people in the room that got the OJ the Juice Man <laughs> yeah, reference yeah, and bought Hotline Miami 2. Yeah, the moment that the collection went on sale, like I bought it at midnight because I was like, this is absolutely a mistake. There yeah. is no way that this is meant to be released. And yeah, I turns think, out I was right. I think you and I, Levens, we both woke up and bought it. Yeah. We were like, oh, this isn't going to stick around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. Um, so that's, that's Disco Elysium. The other one that... Uh, Can I've, you see that ever... Uh, do you reckon you play that on any other console besides a PC at any point? Or do you reckon... If it, comes a, out, if it comes out on Switch, I'm buying it in a heartbeat. Okay, sweet. Like, mm. I, I don't know what their plans are. Are, for, are there limitations that might stop that uh, that you've seen maybe, so far? Maybe size of the screen, but you can zoom in and zoom out. So yeah, there's sure. lots of kind of like... Okay. There's, there's ways around that, I guess. That's the inevitable. Um, Is it coming to the Switch question covered onto the next game? Yeah. Um, One of the- next, next game, which I've apparently already cussed out without even talking about it. Is uh, <laughs> After Party now? After Party, I've been excited for for a long time. Uh, it's developed by Night School Studio, and they published it as well. Night School Studio are the guys that did Oxenfree, mm-hmm. and I'm a huge fan of Oxenfree. That game is great. You're just playing as a bunch of like dumb teens, right? You play as you play as one teen, but it's a group of teens that go to like a, a deserted island to party after high school is finished or something. And um, spooky things happen. Ooh. Like, it is in the lead up to Halloween, I was like, man, do I have time to replay Oxenfree? Because it's like, it's one of those games that I'm like, at parts I was genuinely like, fuck, this is really kind of like, I've got, <laughs> I've got the goosebumps. I've yeah. got that, you know, like. Um, which which um, goosebumps? Uh, the, the one with the uh, ventriloquist dummy. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Spooky yeah. Stuff. yeah real spooky. Um, so they've. This was announced, I think, like two years ago at Xbox's E3 um, presentation. Uh, One of the ones where Xbox were just like, "Hey, here's a hundred indie games. We're not going to talk about at all, but here's just like random images." Yeah, basically, I, th- I think it was one of those. No, I think it, I think it got like a, like a, a short sentence. synopsis where it's like <laughs> after party is a game where. But um, yeah, I've been hanging out with this for ages. And look, to be honest, shout out to Xbox because this was Game Pass day one. So Hell yeah. like, I just yeah. woke up in the morning, hit download, boom, 10, 10.99 Tel- a month. Telstra are doing a service now yeah, where the- you can get an Xbox One S with Xbox Live and Game Pass and you pay a, it's like a, like 20 something dollars a month for it yeah. and the final price actually makes it cheaper than it would be if you bought an Xbox One S with Game Pass and Xbox Live outright. Man, if if Ori and the Blind Forest hadn't recently come out on Switch... I know, I totally would have hit it you up. You might have fucked around and got that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, I'm, oh. yeah, I'm real tempted as well because, like, 
I think, yeah, thumb cramps and all the small games. Well, most of all the small games have the same thing where none of us have an Xbox. You do though, right, John? I do. Yeah. yeah. I don't he have only a, had I an don't Xbox have a for the longest time. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So I got a PlayStation and a Switch. I've yeah. just always been a Sony slash Nintendo boy. So Yeah. I, I think that's common for most people. Yeah. Well, I... I no, went, I'm different. I'm unique. I'm yeah. Like, oh, of course. Well, Sorry. Yeah. I went Nintendo You're up like until... <laughs> up until... <laughs> wow. <laughs> I used to think I was a Nintendo only gamer, but it turns out I'm a Nintendo and Sonic. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yes, I think Xbox is a massively underserviced. Yeah, it's like your Game Pass particularly. Yeah, that was think- like, like, like the narrative for the longest time is that like you know why would you get an Xbox? There's no good games on it, or like there's you know far less exclusive games on it than yeah. the other consoles have. So weird. And uh, Sony really, really recovered because. The PS, like Xbox 360, shit all over the PS3. At least in my experiences, like I have an Xbox 360. I loved my yeah. PS3, but yeah, I know that every like that was the more popular console. Yeah, and then yeah. when the PS4 launched, everyone was like, "PS4's got no games." And then after like a year or two, yeah, like, but, but the, 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 a very easy counter to that was uh, Xbox only has crappy Connect games, yeah. <laughs> and then honestly, no games is better than a bunch yeah. of yeah. Yeah, if you don't care about Halo or Gears of War. Yeah. Fucking Xbox. Like, Forza. Forza. Oh, but like there's Gran Forza. Turismo, so there's like yeah, an equivalent sure. on the PlayStation. Yeah. Um There's no equivalent to Halo like, Halo or like game a Gears of War, the two most unique games yeah. in the world. <laughs> Cover based shooters? <gasps> Who's heard of those before? Um anyway, look we're wildly off topic. This here. is gonna be a long episode. Yeah. After, <laughs> after party, the new game by Night School Studios. Um so the plot is you play two characters, Milo and Lola. You kind of switch back and forth between the characters depending on situation. Uh, they are two recent uh, university graduates who find themselves in hell. Hell they, yeah. Graduated from life. Yeah. They <laughs> literally, they died. Um, and they don't, they haven't realized they died. The opening of the game is actually like a big old kind of bait and switch. Cause you're at like, you're, I mean, spoilers, but it's the first fucking 10 minutes of the game. Like you're at your, yeah, gra- come on guys, a gra- <laughs> Get over you're, it. At, you're at a graduation party for, for university and you're like talking to people and it's really awkward and horrible. And then you get told like, Oh, your parents uh, just got run over by a train. And like the only thing holding their guts in is the train. So you got to get there quickly to say your goodbyes before they move the train and they die. And the characters telling you that start acting weirdly, and then the walls fall away, and it's revealed that you're already in hell, and it's just <laughs> devils fucking with you. Um, but you didn't realize it at that point, so you kind of like you go and get processed, and uh, the processing like closes before they get to you. So they're like, "Hey, just go wander around hell till tomorrow, and then come back and find out what your punishment is." Uh, so as you wander around, you discover that it is possible to leave hell if you beat Satan at a drinking game. <laughs> Uh, and Some then, real Bill and Ted shit. Yeah, exactly. And then when you go and like you go and see Satan, and Satan's like, "Look, I'll let you, you challenge Melvin me. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll let you challenge me to this competition if you go and beat my like essentially the monarchs of hell, like the four kind of next step down angels who are part of his thing. So then you kind of you go and you wander around and you like start to challenge them. I've I've just sort of challenged the first monarch of hell to a drinking game, mm-hmm. but. If you've played Oxenfree, it's very, very similar to Oxenfree. You you walk around, you have conversations. It's got the same kind of conversation mechanic where you can like you're given options to choose. You can choose not to say anything, and the options will just disappear. Yeah, there's like a time limit. To the yeah, options, the conversation right? yeah. moves on, kind of thing. The interesting wrinkle they've added is 
when you're in situations with alcohol, you can buy different cocktails that when you if you drink during the conversation, it adds a third conversational option. Ah. And the cocktail you choose has different effects. So, like, you can have one that gives you liquid courage. So, you'll say things that are more aggressive. Yeah. You can get ones that make you more flirty, ones that make you tell, like, bad vaudeville jokes, <laughs> like, all this different stuff. And you sort of, you choose, you look at the situation you're in, you're in and you try to choose a drink that you think will be most useful to you. Um, it is hilariously written. Um fantastic like natural style of conversational writing like Oxenfree had like that was one when I played Oxenfree one of the things I loved the most was this actually feels like people talking this doesn't feel like you know grand video game kind of dialogue um it's very funny but at the same time it also is like it's bittersweet because the two characters Milo and Lola they've been friends forever but now that they're out of university, one of them's about to move across the country. Yeah. And so they're kind of processing, like, could this be the death of our friendship sort of thing? They're also, like... It's it's funny that they're in hell, but they also realize, like, you know, doing favors for people, they, like, condemn some other people to hell. And they <laughs> kind of... They grapple with the concept of, like, what have we just done? We've just, like... This guy could have been innocent, but he's now going to spend the rest of eternity burning in a pit because we did something. Uh, when you get to hell, you're assigned a personal demon whose job is just to pop up every once in a while and, like, fuck with your emotions. So you'll be, like, on your way to do a, do something, and then this demon will pop up, and suddenly they're reminding you about, like, hey, your parents got divorced, and it's pretty obvious your dad never loved you kind of thing. And it's like... <laughs> Oh, okay. This was funny like two minutes ago. Now it's just heart wrenching. What's going on? <laughs> um, and it also like they've clearly done their research about like um, sort of the, the like various uh, cultures' notion of what hell is. Oh, that's and, fun. Like, philosophically, what hell is and like what it means to be a human being and all that kind of stuff. Oof. What's everyone's favorite uh, literary hell trope? Like for me, it's. Um... If you try to rescue someone from hell and they have to walk behind you and you can't look back at them, and if you look back at them, they disappear. Have you ever, okay. ever encountered it's that like in some literature? Her- no, I Her- Isn't that in Hercules or? Possibly, I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've, I've seen it in something. Um, they always look back and that person always disappears. Yeah, idiots. <laughs> Spoilers um, for literature. Oh, no, books. You wrecked all of them. <laughs> Try to think like what is an interesting thing about hell, and I mostly just like when things are like just randomly set in hell, yeah. like what this game appears to be. That's that's one one thing I've loved as well is and like, Joker like and Joker playing yeah. playing through a depiction of hell. Yeah, I used to think my life was hell, but it turns out it was. He- he- no, I fucked that up. Minecraft, <laughs> Minecraft. Because <laughs> um, hell in this is like it's sort of like a seedy town kind of thing. Yeah, like populated by and the 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 thing I love is that like. You get tortured. It's like a business day. You get tortured yeah. from a certain time to a certain time, and then everyone knocks off and just hangs out <laughs> with each other. So that's like kind of similar, like good place. Yeah, yeah. So it's like humans and demons drinking together in bars and having fun. And oh, like, that's great! Like growing down. That I sounds also, like some classic point and click adventure, like yeah, fodder as well. Yeah, that kind of that kind of thing. And it's definitely in, in terms of what you're saying about classic depiction of hell. I like that it it goes into the fact that the devil doesn't enjoy what he's doing. It's his job. Like, when he was cast out by God, he was told, like, you run hell and you have to follow these rules. He's not, like, he's just... 
He's following rules that were placed on him. He's just as kind of like miserable. Well, not miserable, I guess, because he's the leader of hell. Yeah. But yeah, there's this whole, there's a kind of plot line building up of like, hell hasn't felt inspiration for thousands of years. Like it's gone from being like this creative torture element to everyone just gets fucking drunk now. So there's like a coup building and all this kind of stuff happening. It's really interesting. Contrary to what I said at the beginning of the episode, I am very much looking forward to diving more into this game. Maybe if I set up my my laptop on the coffee table, because you can definitely play this game one-handed. It's like you just move a joystick back and forth and choose buttons. You're going to try and play both at once? Both at once. Okay. That's I'm, I'm, absolute madman I mean, with, with no sound. Yeah. <laughs> Subtitles the JV turned way. off the, the whole nine yards. <laughs> yeah. Um, screw you, I've been playing with sound on <laughs> um, As a man who doesn't play with sound, when Joel Zamet came in and announced that he'd been playing a music rhythm game with different music over the top, were you like, hell yeah, that's like your next step? Uh, I was like, <laughs> yeah, that was... That was I was like, how the fuck does that work? If, like, that was you, so upsetting. Yeah, yeah no, I could I was, could hear your heart break <laughs> whilst listening yeah, to that episode. But like, I was like, that's too much to listen to. <laughs> listen to less. Um, no, look, I am I'm reformed. I definitely um, I. It's only really my oh fuck. I was gonna be like, it's only really my switch, but it's also iOS games. I don't play without sound, but yeah. I'm getting better. I have headphones in my switch case now. I play switch with sound. The next, the next step is iOS, like, but I don't yeah. feel like Grindstone needs sound. Uh, no, it th- those music, that music oh, is God, fire. It it's off so good. Again. I know. I just, How about I, I listen to other music? I know. I know it's a thing. Bluegrass. I, 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 yeah. think, I think I'm in the minority of people that actually listen to the, the game soundtrack. Like I, 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 since kind of you know cussing you out about it <laughs> and zam it. Uh, a lot of few people have been like, I never listen to the, the game soundtrack. And I, for me, it's like you know, obviously, if it's if it's shit. Like, yeah, by all means, but for, for the most part, especially with indie games, like generally, so like often the games you talk about, the music has also been done by the same guy that made the entire sure, game. Yeah. Sure. And for that, like in instances like that, it's like you're missing out on like a main part of the vision yeah. of this game. But other times it's like, I don't know, like someone was paid to like, you know, create a soundscape for this experience. Yeah. 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 That's true. I, I, find, oh. no, I was going to say that I find with like certain... So, I'm kind of in the middle where, like, I don't always listen to stuff when I, when I play it. Like, occasionally I'll be, like, listening to a podcast or an album or something at the same time. But it depends on the game. So things like Hotline Miami or, like, a, a Zelda game or even, like, the most recent Doom. I know these aren't, like, indie games, but... Um, yeah, yeah. We're just, just going to bleep them all I'm out. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> we're going to replace it with you saying bluegrass. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I'll always make sure I'm listening to the soundtrack because the soundtrack is such an important part well, of I think I, I think that's why... The reason I'm like this is because of Nintendo games. Yeah. Um, because they just, you know, since the NES era, they've just always had really, really catchy melodies that are yeah. such a massive part of the experience. And I think there definitely is, like, a you know, when you're playing a, a, a game on, like, you know, PS1 or... Yeah. Or... Like, or, or I mean, actually, Dreamcast had some had some good music, but like, I mean, PS One had a Tony Hawk, which was also that's true. That's, that's one of the best songs, soundtrack. Yeah. But I mean, like, when you just have that generic kind of like rock music that yeah. was on like PS One, PS Two, third party games, like, I guess that creates a culture of being like, why the fuck would you listen to this yeah. shit on loop? Yeah, um, that's, yeah. that's yeah. fair. Well, look with with both of these as well, the voice acting with, on Disco Elysium yeah. and on After Party is. Awesome. Well, yeah, you, when you're playing a story-based game, you know voice acting is good when you don't instinctively just like press A to, to get to the end of yeah. the sentence. You, yeah. don't want, you want to hear them say it. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so both of those heavy duty recommend. Uh, uh, After Party is out on PC and Mac through the Epic Store, right. which... Whatever. <laughs> um, 
uh, Xbox and PlayStation Four. It's it, it's and to answer the to preempt the question, it's got to come to Switch at some point. Yeah, Oxenfree is on Switch. Yeah, so like now giving it's, it's, it's insane if they don't put it on Switch. When is the super giant game coming to Switch? The heat, he, the hell one, the super giant hell game Pyre? No, no, the one after that, the one they made. It's only on the Epic Store. It was in, it's in beta oh, mode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if it's in if it's in beta, <laughs> probably when it's uh, a full game. Yeah, if it's no, in well, beta on the on the unbeta it. Yeah, cool. it'll, it'll take a while before it gets there. Anyway, you I, know what game is on Switch? I was going to say, I've decided my uh, hell, my favorite hell trope, everything being made out of dicks. That's a classic one from like real awful horror movies or like literature or even some video games do it where they're just like... Which game fa- had all, all, all dicks? Um, oh, there was one Jackson played where it's like <laughs> anytime you go to hell or like there's like a hell kind of stuff, they just make like like heaps of phallic imagery. Even like... um, That's like... like that's pure Geiger. Geiger did that. Yeah. Um, Motherfucker. Even like the like Silent Hill games and stuff like that. Or like, um, I don't have a specific example, but I know that it's done heaps. I'm just like <laughs> making things look like dicks or vaginas or whatever. It's just like as like, like body horror, but like walls and shit, basically. It's fucked. Rules. Yeah, right. Big fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Anyway, um, as I was saying, you know what game is on Switch, everybody? What game is on Switch? Well, it's the game I'm talking about this week. Oh, my God. All the small games and indie video game podcast. Um, I'm talking about Killer Queen Black. Ooh. And this is a game uh, that I've been looking forward to for a long time, but it was a game that once I got it, I was like, oh, shit, this is not a good single player experience. Oh, no. Because Killer Queen has its roots in uh, the arcades. Um, It was an arcade cabinet, uh, created an indie arcade game, um, which is uh, fucking awesome. Um, Like, you know, developers making. Uh, uh, an indie game, uh, in, uh, an arcade game, in a cabinet 
Two cabinets, actually. This is a this is a ten player um, experience, Jesus. and there's ninety of these cabinets across America. Holy shit! Um, it started being made in 2013, um, and uh, Killer Queen is a game where you choose to be the queen. There's one queen on each team, so you're playing mm-hmm. teams of five. Mm-hmm. One queen, four workers, um, and there are three ways to win the game. You um, in in the arcades, obviously, it's you know your team of five versus another team of five playing mm-hmm. on the um, the cabinet next to you. Um, I have heard on so many podcasts. Because, like, you know, the bulk of the gaming community is in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Every fucking bar is also an arcade in San Francisco. <laughs> that so rules. Sounds like heaven. Yeah, I know. So, so, and, and, you know, so many developers are, you know, in Portland or, or San Francisco or whatever. So, you have a lot of these, you know, what begins as homebrew arcade experiences. Then becoming fully-fledged, um, you know, indie arcades. I mean, if you want to... We've talked about... Uh, Enter the Gungeon, the, yeah. the arcade game. I think if you, yeah, once it comes out, just go to San Francisco. I'm sure there's going to be, <laughs> that's where you'll find them the most plentiful. Um, so yeah, a, a, a lot of um, like IGN and Kotaku um, and um, kind of funny games cast, like podcasts would often bring up like, oh man, we were at the bar the other way, the other day. I finally got to sit down and play Killer Queen Black. That is one of the best things I've ever played. And so this like years and years ago, hearing this going like, fuck, I want to play this weird arcade game. But like, one, I've got to get to America to play it. And also, I need to make sure I have nine other people <laughs> with me. <laughs> I, I guess I'll just chalk this up, this one up to a game I will never play. Yeah. Um, and uh, funnily enough, last year it was announced that they were going to be bringing it to the Switch. Yes. Um, it was called Killer Queen Black and they were making some amendments. They were taking it from a five-person to a team game to a four-person to a team game. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a few little changes, obviously. Yeah, like, you know, that, make that, it- to make it, yeah. So you still choose. You can be a queen. You can be a worker. Um, there are three ways to win, and I will go through what they are now. This is a this is going to test me um, as someone who forgets every detail of everything. Yep. Uh, but th- th- so there are three three ways you can get a victory. There's a military victory, an economic victory, and a snail victory. The military victory That's is basically civilization. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the snail part. Um, so when you're the queen, you can um, attack. Um, all the workers and the and the and the other queen. Yep, the queen has three lives. Once that queen has been killed three times, it's game over. And whoever, like whichever team member, dealt the blow, their team wins for yep. that round. So that is a military win. You kill the queen three times. Yep. yep. Um, an economic win. There is a little grid near where you are, like where you begin each game. You're kind of hatched from this little area in the screen. Yep. Your, your team is, and there's another, the other team has, has, has the same thing on their screen. Oh, sorry, in the shared screen, like it's like a mirrored version yeah. of the screen, so in their section. Um, and it's like a, a bunch of holes. Yeah. Um, and you can run down to a certain area and collect a berry. Yep. But only workers can do it. You can collect a berry. You can run and then go back to your hive and then put the berry in the hole. And once you've loaded all the holes with a berry, you've got an economic victory. Sick. Right. Then there is a snail victory. Yes. In the middle of the stage is a snail. <laughs> he is a big snail. And if you're a worker and you get in front of him, he eats you. Oh. But you can jump on his back and slowly over time, he will make his way towards, depending on which, if you are, you know, blue or orange team, make, it, make his way towards your goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I guess in like the... So the, the, there are the three ways you can win this game. Yeah. If, if, you, if you cross the, the finish line as a snail, if you kill the queen three times, or if you fill your pegs with berries. Yes. Um, the, the economic way is um, slow. Only workers can do it, but it is also the way that you can completely sneak that happening without anyone yeah. realizing yeah, yeah. because it's... It, you, you don't need to interact with the other team. Exactly. You can just, yeah, you just, you just send you guys. You can even throw the berries into your area and then have someone just like quickly putting them up okay. in the pegs for you. 
Um, the uh, it's when you're the queen, you're, you're like you know the, the reptilian part of your brain is like I'm just gonna go kill the other queen. But it's like Joust. Have you played the arcade game Joust? Um, which is like a jousting game where you play like a like a, a dude on a on a flying bird. Yeah, you flap, flap, oh, flap, wait, yeah, no, and I then you like joust, you, you yeah. bang into each other. There's only a certain point where you bang with your jousting stick yep. that okay. can actually damage mm-hmm. the enemy. So like this, it, 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 if you and 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 the queen, the other queen, are just going like head to head at each other. Yeah, you're just going to bang swords constantly, constantly until. Yeah. One of you gets the upper hand and just, you know, nudges yeah. the queen in the wrong direction. The easiest way is to kill the queen from behind, or you can also stab down uh, ah. to kill them. Um, uh, if you're a worker, you can hold on to your berry, and there are there, there are several. There's three platforms, and once a queen has marked it from grey neutral to your color, um, so that if, if a queen goes on the platform, it, it goes your yeah. color. You can then take a berry, offer it as a sacrifice, and then you'll get either a weapon upgrade, making you able to fly and use a sword like the queen, means you can go after the queen as well. Yep. Um, or even a gun, which and you, and you can shoot other workers. <laughs> Finally, more guns in games. Or or um, a shield that, that that makes you less vulnerable to attacks from the from the queen. Yep. Because the queen can just mow through as many workers as they want. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, there are a lot of risk involved in trying to do a military victory. Yeah. Often I found that was what I was the best at. Um, the kind of best way to play is, um, imagine if you were in the same room as your team, you would be able to, and there is voice chat. I just wasn't able to use it. Um, I play with my friend, Tim. Um, he and I shout out to Tim, shout out to Tim. Big shout. Um, uh, he, uh, he just won a, um, a triathlon Holy in, shit. In, in Hawaii Holy shit. For, his, uh, for his age group and, and came sixth overall. Fuck wow. Crazy. But you know what? No was, it a, was it a snail victory? Yeah, it was a snail victory. Right. <laughs> yeah. Huge shouts to Tim and his snail <laughs> victory I was in Hawaii. Say, nowhere near as, uh, as victorious as us on Killer Queen Black yesterday. Yeah. We lost mostly. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, like what, um, like this as a party game, because you can do local. We, we played just the two of us joining a bunch, um, a, a, a team of other players playing online. Okay. I think you can play with bots as well, but um, I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that would be also fine. Yeah. Um, the, there was very little lag um, oh, playing online. I have just moved to a house with much better internet than my other place, though. Um, but, uh, but still, with like Switch Online, I think. Has yeah, no, totally. Yeah, it was really, and you know, I was playing with. We were playing with six other players. Oh wow! Um, so you know, obviously, the two two extras on our team, and then against another team of four. Um, but if you were able to be in the same room, you could do a local wi- um, um, local wireless, which meant means that right. you can set up with another Switch. Yep. So we could be in two separate rooms, playing on two TVs. Like, you know, or, awesome. or in the same room yelling yeah, at each yeah, other, trying to yeah, yeah. Um And like, we were basically like, we have to get a snail victory. And yep. so I would be queen and he was a worker and I would just try and protect him while he was riding <laughs> right, the snail okay. and, and hoping that the other, the other two workers would like either level up their weapons. Cause once you level up your weapons, you can't get on the snail. You have to be uh, the weakest form of worker to ride, ride the, the snail. snail. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You must be this. High must not be this high to ride. This <laughs> yeah, um, man, it was so fucking fun. It, the, the visuals are like just that timeless pixel art. Like it looks like a throwback game, but it's you know it's it's it knows what it's doing. It, yeah. look, it looks beautiful. The background imagery. I imagine, I hope there's like weird lore for like why these characters exist and why they're fighting. <laughs> because like some of like, there's like just big statues and stuff in the I background. Oh, that's some sick. Fanfic. I, I, hope, I would read some Killer Queen Black fanfic. Oh, I, I want you to write. Okay, all right, yeah, well, all right. Sit down. Got nothing better to Get do. Get going. Um, <laughs> that's the most bullshit <laughs> statement ever. Um, but um, the, the soundtrack's really fun too, but yeah. like, I just, like, I was like, shit, man. 
I want to get good at this game and I want to get like, I always, so we always talk about it just because it, it, like we're adults now with responsibilities. But when John, just before John got married, yep. we had a Bucks weekend and John, very similar to me. What? Okay. My, my priority for my Bucks weekend was I want to have all my best friends and I want to get fucked the fuck up. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. Yep. And at it some happens. point play video games. Yes. Um, and, uh, which John was like, I want to play video games and at some point get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, I just like remember that as like one of the greatest weekends ever because like we, it was just you and me and our friends just playing like co-op or multiplayer versus games locally. Yeah. Just for the entire 48 hour period. Holy yeah. fuck. It was great. Um, that rules. It was so good. Nidhogg 2, the MVP of, of that weekend. Oh, 100%. But I actually reckon if anything was going to take the crown of Nidhogg 2... Holy shit. Think, Killer Queen Black. I think the fact that... I mean, it's Nidhogg 2 is 1v1. And I think having a game that would have had... Up eight, to eight players eight at of once. Us, yep. Eight of us going at it. That would have been... Great. Look, man, if you get married again, I'm, I'll buy the I will I'll buy the, uh, my wife the arcade right cabinets. now for Killer Queen <laughs> Black. Right. I'll, I'll, no, I'll get the cabinets. We'll get the original. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wet, yeah. wedding yeah, I'll, I'll bring them down here. Let's just go to San Francisco. Okay, all right. That sounds yeah. good too. Yeah. With, with, with eight other people. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You're, you're coming to Yeah, so. I'm, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, get this game. Um, it was. Uh, Do you think. Made by two dudes, um, and they, uh, it was published by um, Bumble Bear Games. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, it's so like I mean, Killer Queen Black has been it's it's officially it's inspired by Killer Queen. So for all I know, right. I'm not even getting close to the real experience. Yeah, okay. But um, it's on uh, it's on Windows and Switch now, and it'll be later released for Xbox One. So it'll probably coming to Game Game Pass sick. Right, quite sick. soon. Yeah. Um, it's man. I mean, it's it, it's I guess it's like a, a real time strategy arcade game. Yeah. Um, I loved it so much, and like to the fact that you have like this this choice, like every like no two games will be remotely the same because. Mm-hmm. As soon as the other team realizes, oh, they're just going to try and get a snail victory every time. Yeah. You can't get two, the same two victories in a, in a row. Yeah. So, like, you just have to change up the way you play constantly. And, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious about the esports potential of this. Yeah, I imagine like, there, it already exists yeah. on, on, a, on a small level. But, like, yeah, I, I hope that there's a community for this now. It absolutely justifies, even if I, you know, I, I do utilize um, the other th- other benefits of Nintendo Switch Online. But this is the game. This is, like, yeah. the first game where I'm like, oh, my God. Playing this online rules. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Um. I. Uh. If if you are someone who uh, is uh, without responsibility and uh, constantly in that beautiful scenario that I remember having so much time of when I was younger, where you are in a house <laughs> with people that also want to play video games with you constantly, like no question, get Killer Queen Black. It is a good fucking time, and like. There's a tutorial section. You have to do it. It's a little bit slow. Just do it just so you can learn. There's, there's so many different mechanics going on in this game. Yeah. The whole the whole time you're explaining the rules, for some reason my brain was like, this sounds like Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe inspired by that. Killer yeah. Quidditch Black. Um, <laughs> there should be more sports where there are multiple ways you can score yeah. a goal. Yeah, definitely. Or, or win the game. That yeah. would make, imagine if in basketball, that would be, you can either like, you can get it in the net. Or like I don't know what well, else. You or you do. can get the net like, in the ball. Or you can like chug Gatorade or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. You can ride the snail. Oh, there's, the a, sn- yeah, there's a snail on the side. All, of the all court. games should, all, all sports should have snail, <laughs> giant snails in it. Just LeBron sitting on a snail as it slowly <laughs> makes its yeah. way across the court. Amazing. 
<laughs> if that was the case, Ball would definitely be life. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Uh, so that's Killer Queen Black. Um, absolute massive recommendation from me. Um, I haven't I haven't played much of it on my own yet, but it's definitely a game that you want to play with as many yeah, people sick. as Damn, possible. Three games with glowing recommendations so far. <laughs> <laughs> now, the only way is up. I, I now, assume. Now, yeah, uh, completely fuck this podcast up. Hey, hey, I, hey. Maybe this isn't a fuck up. Maybe the yeah, game. Well, that no, I'm actually, about no. But before he gets into it, why do you hate Minecraft so much, Sean? Because I was I like, just, when you were like, oh, I could talk about Minecraft, I was like, oh, this could be interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, for me, it's, look, it's, it's entirely Are personal. You an but old I like, man. I like, yes. <laughs> I like structure around my games. Like, I just, a game where it's just like, I fling you into the world and you can do whatever you want. You know that there's a final boss now, so there's a story. <laughs> I know that they've, over time they've added stuff. Um, but just like the whole... You know you can make titties in this game, right? <laughs> can you? Whoa. Whoa, oh my God. Whoa, 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 I saw a YouTube tutorial, bro. Back up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, 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 I assume this is just going to be 15 minutes on how to make titties in Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first, you're going to need to head to Google, find out what titties look like. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just, it just like, I think we've discussed on on this I'm going to google Minecraft Steve with titties. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've discussed like cuz it's the same with like Terraria. Like I yeah. I, I don't want to play Terraria because I I'm not interested in in building a world myself. I want to inhabit a world that someone else has built and go yeah. through a kind of story. <laughs> Sorry Google, not Minecraft skins. Minecraft, Minecraft Steve with a tie. No, 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 no. no, no, no. That's we want uh, not formal attire. We want birthday suit attire with titties. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's also it's also the fact that the creator of Minecraft is so incredibly problematic. Oh yeah, Microsoft Notch. had to take his name off the game. Notch sucks. Oh boy, does he suck so hard. Hell Damn. yes, <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> Just for so, context, Levin's is Google image searching. I told them what I was doing. Yeah. Anyway. But that you need to describe that picture. So it's just a picture of Minecraft Steve tilted kind of like, you know, on an angle and then he just has like <laughs> two some, squares. Two squares coming out of his chest. <laughs> Auga, Auga. Oh, that's so great. That's sick. I know it's my profile photo. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I don't, and look, the graphics as well. I mean, yeah, I, yeah I don't mean, like the Minecraft graphics. Yeah, there's there's ways to do voxel stuff good. Yeah, and I just like, and I know that now, like, a lot of my prejudice is from like very early Minecraft. And yeah, I know they now have like added so many mods and stuff. Yeah, where it's like shaders and all this kind of like mm. texture packs and whatnot. But yeah, I, I it's it's like TikTok. I'm it's just, up to the community to add. Titties, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and someone has done exactly that on Mine- on the Minecraft forum. The, 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 the caption underneath this image is, "This is the breast, <laughs> <laughs> just one breast. This is the breast, like a uni a uniboob. That rules." Anyway, and fuck you, Levins. You've cursed out Minecraft as many times. Have as I? I, I don't think so. I you mean, have. No, I mean, it's just, I put it in that Fortnite basket. This game just doesn't appeal to me at all. Yeah, um, but I I kind of love that it is. So widely beloved by by kids that like schools have had to like integrate it into like their yeah into their like learning systems. Now. Minecraft is the only video game that kind of falls into like the the Fortnite, the Overwatch, but even like the Dota kind of thing where to get into the game you need to already know so much. Yeah, it's and, the only and one you have to I've... just give up every other. I mean, Minecraft's probably the most casual of those games. Yeah, you can play that. That, that can be your side piece. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right. You don't need to solely play. Like I feel like if, to be good at Fortnite, to be good at Dota, especially. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you you give up. Not just give up. 
any other game. You have to give up so many other parts of, of social living. Yeah. 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 Uh, whereas I feel like Minecraft is like a, a strangely, and, and Fortnite too, I guess, with the voice chat, but it is a strangely social yeah. um, game. So but I, even going back to what you said, integrating to school, like Microsoft have worked to get it into schools because it is, the base game is just the creativity that it affords is like, do do whatever you want, kind of thing. Yeah. But it is. Yeah, they walk in there with one slide and one slide only. Yeah. <laughs> Minecraft Steve with breast. <laughs> <laughs> that sex and schools ed are ticked like, off. <laughs> well, yeah, the sex ed is now covered in Minecraft. Yeah. Steve this, ed. This yeah. Steve ed. <laughs> um, anyway, so hit us. I okay, a brief introduction. Um, so I started playing Minecraft like. Ages and ages ago, when I was in uni, and it was kind of like a, a newish thing. When so it wasn't, yeah. yeah, when it was an actual indie game. When yeah. it was an actual indie game. Yeah. So like 2000, and, probably would have been like 2011, 2012, maybe. How many thumbs? Uh, Minecraft. See, it's hard because the original experience when I was playing with just friends and like Minecraft was new and exciting, and we didn't know what we were doing, and it was just like like wasting time in Minecraft was like fun. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like a four and a half thumb experience. Okay, how many but, how many breast? Uh, how many breast? Uh, well. <laughs> I guess playing Minecraft stopped me from seeing breast for a while. Yeah. So zero breast, zero breast, hell of thumb. Then I had a girlfriend who was also super into Minecraft. So then maybe it was two breasts. <laughs> <laughs> it was all happening. Um, yeah. So when I first played it, it was like relatively new, and I found it like exciting because I'd never played anything like that before. And the fact that I had to like read about pretty much how to play the fucking game before it started, and like, because um, yeah, if you haven't played Minecraft before, literally the way it starts is. You're just in a world and you have nothing and you've just got to survive for a bit through mining. <laughs> the title isn't and, particularly clever. And crafting. crafting. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I played it a bunch when I was in uni. Then it kind of just like fell off. I uh, started a server with Jackson from Plumbing the Death Star, but in like five or six years ago. And we used to play together and just like have a nice time. That is cute. Yeah, it was good. There was a couple of his friends as well. It was all happening. Uh, anyway, so we kind of fell out of that and I hadn't played it for like five or six years. And then we thought it would be very funny on um, the Sandspence Radio Twitch account to start streaming Minecraft because there's been a massive resurgence of it recently. Yeah, well, you like- know why. Breast. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, PewDiePie started screaming. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, PewDiePie. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't remember if it was PewDiePie or Ninja. Yeah, um, it was PewDiePie. Ninja's Fortnite only. Yeah. <laughs> and now on Mixer. Yeah, I know. Hey, I know. Wild. Um, so, yeah, we were like, hey, what if we just start playing Minecraft again just to see what happens? And instantly, rather than having a nice time, we're playing in the same room this time and we are just screaming at each other constantly. So, but about what? Okay, so basically, what happened straight away is we were like, "All right, cool, let's just like, because we were streaming this, we were like, sure. we need to have like an end goal kind of thing." And I was like, "Cool, let's just go make a diamond helmet, right?" Which is, like, as in, like, is that like, is that a goal that one day you'll make it, like, in a few months, or is that something? You no, can it's do something in a few you hours? could have if you were good at the game and knew what you were doing. Uh, you could probably knock that out in an hour to an hour and a right, half. So, why is it exciting to see you make a hat? I don't understand. So basically, uh, there's a lot of so when you um when you start Minecraft, like mining and stuff like that, there is like hidden parts within the world. Like diamonds, for instance, are quite low in the game. So you're encountering like enemies, lava, things that can kill you very easily. Sand. Sand sand actually can kill you in Minecraft. <laughs> oh boy. Um Yeah, so there's a lot of like hazards, and the whole thing with Minecraft is 
diamonds are like one of the things that get you into the last part of the game, which is the part with the final boss. So like the Ender Dragon. Yeah, that's it. Hey, oh, you yeah. know, I you know, know Minecraft. Secret Minecraft, that is. <laughs> you just refuse to talk about it on all the small games in case it like like yeah. with, you get withdrawals. Yeah. Um. So basically, like we were just like, all right, the kind of the equivalent of if you're watching someone play Breath of the Wild and they were like, sweet. I just got off the floating island in the sky. I'm going to go fight, fight Ganon straight away. Sure. You're like, oh, okay, cool. That's dumb. You're going to die a bunch and you're not equipped for the situation. So anyway, we were racing to do that. Um, so, oh, so you're both playing like We're separately. both playing in the same... We're playing in the same server, but both trying to do the same thing, but playing together. And instantly I just made like... I dug a hole in the ground. I was like, sick, that's my house. And Jackson just kept being like, your house is ugly. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. We're just trying to get... And then I kept looking over his screen and he was making a house. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Um, and then at one point I cracked the shits that he had something that he just found like by accident. So I just went down and killed him. Then I took his stuff and then I fell. I, I drowned. So then he, he just came and got all of my stuff and all of his stuff back and then just went back to building his fucking house. And I was like, you piece of shit. I was like so close to the goal. Anyway, um, we're also raising money it was for the Twitch stream. Cause usually people, when they like accept donations, it goes towards like, I don't know, building a studio or whatever, but we've decided that we want to get like the gamer aesthetic. So uh, thanks to our Twitch chat, uh, we now own the worst gaming chair I've ever seen. Oh boy. It's like gold, very uncomfortable to sit in. You know my thoughts on gamer chairs. (laughs) Yeah, I do. (laughs) Fill your house with them. They're foul. It's just, they're not comfortable. Well, this one especially is not a comfortable chair. the, the, The lowest rung of chair is gamer chair and then also because I've been buying couches and shit lately. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get home cinema chairs that oh, are like no. like these big big couches with enormous arms and big gross panels in them so you can like recline Ew. and put like aesthetically look so gross and then just enormous cup holders in your couch. <laughs> oh no. I wish this gaming chair had a cup holder. <laughs> That would make yeah, it. Those are, those are the two. That, that, that's the F rank of, uh, of yeah, yeah. chairs. I just love how gaming chairs are designed to look so dynamic and sporty. Yeah. But the whole idea is for you to just sit there and. Yeah. Like, they, are, they are good for your posture, right? I understand that. That's, that is it that the point why of them? Yeah, right. Well, yeah, the one I was sitting in, I'm also like probably too tall for it because it was like a relatively cheap one. Right. Um, so it's not you at all got, comfortable. You got to spend. You got to yeah, spend yeah. when it comes to gamer chairs. Yeah, this is like a hundred bucks and yeah, it looks it. It looks like it could also, it's got a footrest that is like just attached to like two metal poles that it slides across and it looks like it could just snap if you just like put your, rest. So, your so you, you raised enough funds for a hundred dollar gaming chair? Yes, playing two of Minecraft. Them? No, we just got the one. Jackson, Jackson, <laughs> Jackson I'm sitting in that. Jackson's, Jackson's got an exercise ball. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, so. Did he um, raise so, for that too? Yeah, so what happened was when we are raising for the. Is it gold at least? Uh. I, we haven't actually bought, bought that one for the next stream, which uh, will probably be the day that this episode goes out. Mm. Um, yeah. It's going up in, I don't know when. Oh, okay, yeah, weeks from now. <laughs> <laughs> well, at some point, if you check out on Twitch, Jackson will be sitting on a exercise What is the Sandspence Twitch? It's just Sandspence Radio. Like, twitch.tv slash Sandspence Radio. We stream a lot of games, but yeah, Minecraft's the only indie one at the moment. Oh, no. And Stardew indie, Valley. It, it's, it's, uh, t- it's definitely not an indie game anymore, right? Oh, 100% not. Yeah, Microsoft yeah. paid, like... A billion dollars to buy, they, and, they, and they've, they've got a huge. They team bought on the creator out because he sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think they bought the creator out, and then <laughs> the creator like, started to suck. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. It was the, it was faint. Like there was a tweet where he was like, "Oh, I'm so miserable," and everyone was like, "You have a billion dollars. Why are you miserable?" And he's yeah. Like, like, Money just, doesn't buy happiness, John. Well, but it's just like it was like 
go make another game. And he's like, the first game I made was Minecraft. How am I supposed to top that? Ugh. I was like, don't fucking bother topping it. Just make another Just game. Just make Minecraft 2, Notch. Yeah. It's not that fucking hard. Just imagine like Minecraft, better graphics, dumb. Titty, titty edition. Every, Minecraft every, titty edition. Every block in Minecraft 2 is a titty. Close <laughs> <laughs> <Always> enough. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, are you so, enjoying your time with Minecraft? I've realized that my experience with Minecraft is like setting dumb goals like the ones we've been doing. Like, there was also one that was like, we had an hour to... Previous challenge was an hour to build a house, and then we just had Twitch chat vote on which one was the right. best. And mine nice. was just a hole in the ground that <laughs> I tried to make look nice. So, Jackson knows how to build houses, so I lost that one. So, yeah, like, setting, like, stupid goals within your friend group is, like, fun. And even if we weren't doing it on Twitch, we were just playing... If we had the same dynamic that we're going for now, which is like a competition, it is fun. But I think that if I was playing it in a situation where I was like, yeah, I can't wait to create like a Minecraft world with like a nice house and like maybe a village and like a waterfall, I would put it down within about 15 minutes. Like, what am I doing with yeah. myself? Do any of those games appeal to you? Like the build? I mean, you both put many hours into Stardew Valley. Is that um, remotely similar? I, I think Stardew Valley has a structure outside of what you want to do. And is that what appealed to you? Or were you also trying yeah, to make your farm better? Like it was, it was knowing like the community center needs all yeah. various things. It was knowing like, okay, I've, I've done this now to, I need to grow a fucking platinum star turnip or something like Having something push me on that I didn't set myself is yep. what yeah. kind of, you know, and even like the like oh I need to develop relationships with everyone around town yep. and choose who I'm going to marry and all that kind of stuff. So the two people that are super into Stardew Valley at Sands Pants that I mean I was really invested in it for about two weeks and then I fell right off. I think I probably played a different game and was like ah. Oh. This is video games. Like, yes. we're back. <laughs> uh, so, Cass and Zamet. Uh, this will probably hurt you because uh, Zamet's run, he... He's doing the prick playthrough. Yeah, he's he? doing the yeah. prick playthrough because there's like there's a community center which the kind of story helps you re- restore. Or you can go to like a huge marketing giant. And if you buy a thing from them, they turn the community center into a warehouse. And he just did that straight away. Yeah. Cass, on the other hand, doesn't talk to people in the game. She's just focused on her farm. Really? Yeah, no socialing. So you're, they're both playing in a way that offends me. Yeah. On a base <laughs> level. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. That's good to know. Yeah. So, but are they playing with music? Damn it, almost definitely not. Uh, Cass, I'm not actually sure. Probably. Find out for me. I feel yeah, like well. Bluegrass would be appropriate. Oh, no. Zama wouldn't be listening to anything else. He'd probably just be like, sound off. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm seeing my previous behaviors mirrored now <laughs> and realizing how bad I am. Yeah, if you ever want to make changes about yourself, just have someone compare you to Zamet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that is uh, it for this episode of All the Small Games. An extra long one. We haven't done one this long in a while. Yeah. Um, thanks so much to uh, Joel for coming through and. Uh, yeah, anytime. I promise. Worst. Next time, if I'm on the no, you've got show, a you've got I'll a rival that. games podcast. You, yeah, I, you, you can't yeah. be double dipping. <laughs> Um, a rival maybe, games maybe yeah, next time you come up we'll, or, or we come down we'll, maybe we should try has, and all play the same game has Ooh. anyone, has anyone yeah. talked about control on no I for fuck's sake I can you are, get me on Thumbcrest <laughs> so I can talk about control of course they're all here. you should do one this weekend yeah, yeah we're all here yeah, let's try yeah. and work it out um so, I just need to talk about this game. I, it's not a small game. I'm I'm so sorry, John. I own it, but I haven't played it because you I I've been playing Astro Chain, uh, which took up a like it's like a long game. Sure. So while I'm playing games like that, I don't like to also have like another long game happening at the same yeah. time. So recently, I've been playing a lot of indie games and just like chipping away at Astro Chain. 
And once I finished Astral Chain, I'll start playing Control. But then, like, Luigi's Mansion just came out. Yeah. Pretty much, it's long a story deal. short, I've fucked myself. When you when you run have the podcast, it's like, oh, I need to, for my, for my audience's sake, obviously, <laughs> I need to be on top of all the new shit. So, yeah, I, have, I have so many unfinished games. I have pretty much every oh, yeah. game that I've talked about on all the small games in the last, like, six episodes, I haven't finished. Oh, so, you're, you're going to be away for three weeks. I'm going to try and finish all those, first and foremost. Sure. And then, like... The day before you come back, I'm like, oh, I better play a new game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <crap. laughs> well, yeah, it was it was this, like I said, this week just because we we recorded last Friday, and normally we have about a two week, like yeah, yeah. The yeah, way yeah. we record, we record a couple of episodes at once, gives us a fortnight to play some new games. Going into this week and going like, oh shit, we're recording on Friday. I need to like have played some more stuff. Mm. It was just yeah, like. Setting alarms for six thirty and waking up and being like, oh, turning on my Xbox. Oh, that's so funny. Jesus wife, Christ! Wife getting ready for work because I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal for me at the moment. I've got it's like I'm I'm doing corporate gigs for Christmas end of year parties. It's Halloween yeah. at the moment, so Halloween parties every night. Uh, I've got the kids that I've got to get to school in the morning straight away, and then I've also got all my writing deadlines. I t- I've just I'm just honestly I've, I've, my, my I've written three separate edits of the same book in the last two weeks. Jesus Damn. Christ! Um, which is just like it is, yeah. And so like I'm just the, the idea of video games. I have like a bunch of tours that I'm going, a bunch of like uh, flights I've got to get for different tours in the next month, and uh, I'm so excited to just spend all of them playing video games and, and reading, yeah. reading manga. It's all going to be exciting as fuck. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, was, was it refreshing doing an entire podcast without anyone asking you if a game was anime? Yeah, it was nice. Um, <laughs> well, again, with that Minecraft Steve thing, it got pretty close to thumb cramps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one said, I am Turok, and no one asked me if something was an anime. It was nice. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you'll ever... He probably won't. Jackson... Um, your co-host on Thumb Cramps and Plumbing um, has challenged me to play Turok 2, which is a Seeds of Evil Nintendo 64 game that was ported to Switch this year and is Jackson's game of 2019. <laughs> it's blown him away. Because <clears throat> um, I keep recommending this games is- to you oh, guys. And then uh, I feel like you always play them and you're like, this is great. But yeah. Jackson plays them and he's like, I hate this. <laughs> which is weird because like something like Blasphemous, which Jackson just couldn't get into. And the more I think about that game, I, I still think like that is definitely top three of the year for me. Yeah. And like he, so Jackson like adores Celeste. One of his favorite games of all time is Long Dark. He also got super into like Dark Souls. So like those frustrating like extreme like violent video games kind of thing I like super up his alley to the point where i don't understand well, it, you're so, it, that game is so frustrating but you guess just get better and yeah you, and you upgrade and like that's the, that's why i love those kind of games so much because yeah, like you know he, your, your skills get better and your character gets better he just reviewed an indie game that feels like it was just like a big rip off of blasphemous and he adored it so i really yeah, don't yeah, know what's was, going that was what a tough was, list what was the game dark dark deception i think that's what dark it's called Descent? I've heard of that, I think. Hmm. We'll, nev- we'll never know. Yeah, we'll never no, know. But if you yeah. want to know, Thumb Cramps <laughs> is available on the Sans Pants Radio Network, just like ours is. Um, yeah. And uh, you can also hear Joel on uh, Plumbing the Death Star every week as well. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, I was also, if you go go back, I was on HeyFam, uh, your other yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, and yeah, Plumbing the Death Star, Thumb Cramps, and if you like AFL, I'm also on an AFL podcast. How frequent Hag- is that one? How good's footy? How good's footy is weekly. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so it's easy during the season, and then once the season ends, it becomes increasingly harder. What the to- fuck do you talk about in, in summer? What, what other words do you think AFL could stand for? <laughs> do you do like highlights? <laughs> week in, week uh, out. So we've kind of... I like, be- I'd say this, like, I, I'm admitting, I will never listen to no, this. No, no, so no that's totally me. fair enough. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I actually have mentioned this before, but uh, yeah, so Will Anderson has a football podcast and that stops like a sensible person, but we're not cowards, so we just <laughs> keep going through. Um, so basically, once we get to the end of the season and then like all the trade stuff happens and then there's like, oh, like an eight-week window where there's just nothing. Um, yeah, it's just like a lot of like either like dumb speculation episodes. We're holding like, so an AFL player of recent got delisted that we all loved. So we're just going to hold like basically like a funeral episode for him. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, just, cool. So it's just dumb shit. Dumb right. shit. Yeah, yeah, like great. maybe Excellent. the dumbest maybe shit. Maybe I will listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, keep an eye out for Levins's killer, weekly Killer Queen Black podcast, How Good Snails. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> snail victory. The snail mail. That's me. Oh, fuck Ooh, yeah. Nice. Um, so that is it for the episode. Uh, if you want to find all the small games online, we are on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash all the small games or on Twitter at all the small game um, John is on there as 16 tacos I'm at levdog L-E-V-D-O-W-G uh, as mentioned um, uh, I got another podcast called Hey Fam which comes out every week Joel was on it recently uh, and uh, uh, Serious Issues is my comic book podcast mm-hmm. if, you, if you like reading those things um, and uh, if you want to get in touch with this show um, you can send us an email we're going to do a big uh, email dump there's a, there's a few of them we've got to get through um, oh, dang. Uh, on, okay. on, a, on a future episode so your, your email could be part of that dump yeah. <laughs> uh, send us an email all the small games at gmail.com we are, we are rapidly approaching the, the end of the year yeah. there's going to be some fun episodes Ooh. highlighting our favorite end of the year of the but year. also end of the decade which means you can do there's two, two episodes <laughs> wow. there what Best was the indie games of the decade? Yeah, Ooh, that's and you'll be... also get like a lot of the classics. So like Hotline Miami, Limbo, I think came. Yeah, they all would have come out this decade. We've talked, we talked about Minecraft both of those recently. From when it was an indie game. Yeah, Minecraft was an indie game this decade. I, yeah. I think Cave Story predates the last decade. Yeah, that's like whenever I think of a classic indie, I'm like, oh, that's, I can talk about Cave Story. Oh, damn it! That's gonna take a whole bunch of research. To the but moon? I am really looking forward to the 2019 best of. Yeah, yeah. It's been some super strong contenders. It's been a killer year. I, uh, I think it's been definitely an indie games for me at least. I, I've, I've preferred the uh, indie games that got me through the year, where where triple yeah. triple A games uh, were letting me down left, right, and center. Mm. Really, I felt well. I just think it was a big year for gaming. It was but- a big year, but I mean, like I don't like. I haven't got an obvious, clear winner of my no. favorite game of the year. It's yeah. like just a handful of indies that, I, that I've loved. Yeah, yeah, sick. Um, I won't be on the best of 2019 episode unless something changes, but I'd just like to say Ape Out is absolutely my yeah, favorite. Yeah, see, Ape Out's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. Ape Out. Ape, yeah. And the, like, Ape Out came out at the beginning of the year. I played it and I was like, oh shit, G-O-T-Y, right here. Nailed it in February or something. And then as the months have gone on, Ape Out's just slipped down the rankings yeah. bit by bit essentially and it's not because like oh it's a shitty game it's just because like so many other games like yeah. Outer Wilds and all these other games that I'm like oh this is brain fryingly good like yeah. so I'm really looking forward to actually sitting down and thinking about what yeah. am I because we'll do same as last year right top 10 format yeah definitely maybe split over, split over two episodes like yeah cool. yeah Ape Out I'm going record absolutely is my game of the year it's uh, definitely, indie game of the year definitely, yeah. definitely be out in our, um, our top yeah, 10 yeah, for sure 100% fucking yeah. rules so much looking forward to doing that we've played so fucking many games yeah <laughs> it's getting insane I mean, obviously like Apple Arcade has really like just thrown Ooh. a massive spanner in the works Apple too. Arcade game of the year totally yeah, okay, the whole works. thing yeah cool anyway we better wrap it up yeah. we, we could do another hour maybe we will <laughs> strapping guys <laughs> <laughs> see you next time enjoy Bye. yourselves thanks Joel Thank you. Thanks. You can have the final word, Joe. Uh, hey, guys, it's been great to be here. And I can say fuck on this podcast. And maybe that was the biggest blessing of all. Fuck yeah. I think you should just you should just take that rule away from Thumb Crown. Should, should we turn the mic off and talk about this? Let's, let's, let's leave this in here. <laughs> no, no, uh, no. Let's, let's undermine let, Thumb let, let's, 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 If we whisper. No, no, no. no. Hey, listeners, listeners.
Maybe we should start saying fuck and thumb cramps. I'm thinking, maybe you yeah. should call it fuck cramps. Maybe you should call it fuck turn, cramps. Turn it to... Actually, no, he's, he's a little... Fucks and babies. No, 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 sorry. I'm so sorry. So listeners, just letting you know, I was really pushing for thumb cramps to be called games with fucked, but apparently <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs> that is fucking great. I don't know why... I, I, I don't know why in the dying moments of this podcast we've turned into an ASMR thing, <laughs> but... Yeah. Fuck it. This, this is, this is bonus content for the people who stuck around yeah. after we signed off this podcast <laughs> 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Okay, bye everyone. Enjoy yourselves. Bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.